Consulting 1982 at gmail.com. Um, you can reach me there or 330-289-6146 uh, for any of your financial credit repair, consulting needs, um, trade lines, primary trade lines, anything like that. Um, been doing that for about 15 years. So my boy here asked me to come speak to you, some of the guests and some of the people watching about that and the importance of that. and. Um, the role it plays in, in our lives more than what we think it does. Uh, as far as our lives, our community, your family, all of that. Um, it's big on upgrading everybody, so. Yeah, well, before we get into the other shit, like we, you know, like how normal, you know, we be, and we get into the bullshit, we just gonna stay on this because, you know, I don't think people realize, like, what things can change if you, like, got your credit together. Like, it's just, it's like, it's a whole new world. And R.I.P. James Ingram. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. That is a song. I wonder what did his publishing did, was like. He did all them. Hell well, yeah, all that, that shit. shit. Hell yeah. I, I knew he it. sang his little couple little yeah, hits. Yeah, he, he was had, like yeah, he was the ghostwriter of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, wonder what, I wonder like what his money was like for them Disney shits, though. Because I know Disney like kept a lot of that publishing for themselves. But I'm sure he like had some oh, okay checks. He did. He did Aladdin songs and shit. Wow. Yeah, that like, Little Mermaid that song. That whole new world and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't so, know that. So like, was he was getting his end cover. He did Yamo Be There and shit. Yeah, he did. With fucking Michael McDonald and shit. Like, oh, wow. That motherfucker had some, some hits out here. They, they was all in the group together. He man. was only 66 years old, though. I'm wondering what happened. I think they said he had like a heart attack or something. Wait, what was it? I don't. I don't know. Nobody from Akron is sitting. You know, his family from here. Yeah, he from he from here. Yeah, everybody's still here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, R.I.P. James Ingram. But you know, that shit do open up a whole new world though. It's just cause even some shit just as little as like going to the car lot and trying to get a whip, like what you can get approved for and what they be trying to give you if your credit fucked up. Right. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's a lesson like, I learned when I got That's a lesson I learned. Yes, it's a... What was the lesson that you learned? That my credit wasn't good enough. <laughs> uh, 
Listen, I went to get a car, and it was like, yeah, well, that credit card, so we're going to have to talk about some other things. And I, I got a co-signer, my, my dad, and shout out to him. Uh, his credit is great. Right. And he blew down, and he said, what, what's the deal? I pulled him to the side, I said, listen, my credit's so right, I need a co-signer. He's like, well, no, okay, but I need you to know, as soon as they run my shit, it's going to get different in here. They're going to start offering you wild stuff, and... You right. have to make some real decisions, like real decisions, because they gonna you can have you. It's gonna be I got good. Yeah, whatever you like. Yeah, you can have, have whatever you, you like. Well, with the and team I saw like, came up. <laughs> he was he, he they ran it and they was basically like yeah, you you you, you want this? Right? You don't want this? You should get this instead. You want a Corvette? Yeah, you whatever you whatever you want. Yeah. I got what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? I got I, I didn't go big and I made a, a smart decision. I believe. Right. Uh, for your first for the for first, my car, first, for first, first to, to help get to your help credit, build my yeah. credit. I want to be where he is. I mean, that was tight. Thank you for child to him for looking out for me. I want to be able to do that. With him co signing, I got a question. With him co signing, if you know, with him co signing, do that like take away from his credit rebuild or do that all work the no, same? No, it actually um, enhances it. it, it quadruples it. it, it put his credit in an overdrive. What your dad took his whole life to do, you basically adopted it right then in the spot. That's what I was talking about trade lines and uh, authorized users and primaries. That's one of the things that I offer people is people don't know that when you um, put people on your credit card, it's the same thing as co-signing. Um, I always tell people that credit is basically, it's, it's really biblical and it's natural human act, interaction put to um, a formula. So basically what your dad did is he said, you come to me, I'll voucher for him. This is what I've done. Yeah. And the same thing when people put you on an authorized user on a credit card, you basically saying to them, you know, let's say like, remember when 50 Cent had, uh, what's this one boy he had? Boy uh, Banks. Not the other one, the short uh, one. Young Buck? No, no, the little quiet when he was in jail the whole time. Everybody was waiting on him. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yo was his real right hand. And what it was said was that, yeah, yo, know the keys. He said, yeah, yo, know where all my keys and my safes is and everything else that I got is. Uh, so basically when you do things like cosign and stuff like that, what somebody is saying is, let's say like LeBron got a little flunk, and he comes to somebody that's a, you know, a millionaire, and he go, listen, you know I got a billion, okay? I trust this man with the keys to my safe. So if he asks you for 15000 and I'm trusting him with a million, what kind of confidence you going to have with yeah, yeah. That's just like in the street when, when, when a dude go to somebody and say, look, man, I give this nigga keys and he bring them back. All he asking from you is for an eight ball. Yeah. I hate to use drug terms, but that's yeah, something yeah, interesting. Yeah, so you like, well, my dude said he got keys. That's minuscule on the scale for me. So here, so that's what it is. Is is basically you saying to somebody, I give them access to all of this. You see, I got your dad at that point. He's like, look, I got all of this. If you mess up this car, you gonna mess up all of this I got. So he's saying to them, I trust him so much that I trust him that he won't mess up all of this I got if you give him a piece of what I got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's basically like human interaction. That's really what it's based off of. You know, the seven-year term when things fall off the credit is based on the Bible. No man should be an indentured slave to another person longer than seven years. So the Bible don't really allow you to hold people over seven years. And with credit, it go off your shit. It, it goes off you, the Bible. That's, as that's long as you don't start reactivity with that. Reactivity, yeah. right. Because that, okay, that's another human interaction point I make it easy for people to understand is let's say 
Let's say me and you bought a pizza today, right? I walked out of here and I forgot to give you your money, right? You don't think nothing of it, man, that's my dude, whatever. Maybe he just forgot. But let's just say it been a couple of months. You ain't thought about it, I ain't thought about it. Then I go, oh, here for that pizza money, dude. Then you like, you done reactivated it in your mind. That's why your file kind of come back bad after you done did it. You done brung up the bad day. You didn't just like, maybe that was an error. You admitting now that you kind of messed up. And you been knowing this whole damn time that you done messed up. So it's like, based off of human interaction, when you look at it that way, it's not as complicated as they make it seem. But it's made to be complicated for that reason of what you just talked about. It's a shame that the first time you even looked at your credit was when you went to go get a car. Oh, that wasn't the first time. Okay. That but a lot of people, that's the, well, that's what I'm saying. That's the thing when people find out a that's lot of times is what it is. You should always know because it's changing right. constantly. And you should know because number one, to say you from being embarrassed. Like you go up there and be like, damn, I got to, you know, this, that, and the third. <laughs> and, and then they're, when you go to the lot and they do that, a lot of times they're picking the lenders for you for their benefit. Yeah. If you pull it for yourself, you can go to the banks yourself. You can go yeah. to the credit union and get a better rate and all of that. Yeah. So if you do buy a car, it's better for you to know your credit ahead of time. And even if your credit wasn't cool, the dealer's credit financing might not have did you right where you was at. But you might not have needed a car signer if you went to the credit union. See, where were you at? Where were you? See, a lot of people don't know that credit unions is different than banks because credit unions actually are really admitting to what they're doing. They're yeah. using your money for you. So they're giving yeah. you an opportunity that they wouldn't give you at a bank. I seen, I seen that after the fact that I already had got a whip and shit. I seen that shit that yeah. like, you find out your credit score and you try to go find somebody to, cause the same way that the dealership running your shit, the they do that do shit the same and, way. And the dealership don't give a damn. They don't give a, they just trying to get you to get some shit they, that's gonna help them get that shit. So shit cause when you trying to pick a specific car, the car could cost less than the car that they trying to offer you. Right. They still trying to get you in this because the numbers work out for them. For them. Yeah. And, and new cars cost more, but the interest is, is better and they have more ability to finance you. The older the car is, the less they want to finance you. Which really, if you had cash, you could came and got cheap, but they want to get you in that. You know what I mean? It's like if I loan you $20, right? Twenty dollars is an easy amount to pay. They don't want to loan you nothing that's easy to pay. Easy to pay. Because when you come back to me in twenty dollars and I charge you interest, you come back on Friday, and the term was thirty days. I ain't even getting no money off. Yeah, Nigga, I didn't get twenty dollars. I ain't get nothing. Yeah, I, I so, see that because when, they're when, to when make I was money trying to get off. a car that cost a certain amount, so I could just be like and pay it off. Hit, like, hitting them with splashes. No, like, they, don't they don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want that. Yeah, they don't want that. They don't want me to hit them with five hundred here and there towards the principal. They don't want you. They want that money to add up to where it's a significant gain for them for having yes. that money out. That's why I was saying I was saying like on some like you know what I'm saying it, like this is another reason to like help get your credit together because the average motherfucker, the average working like especially African American, you barely making enough money to just pay your bills, have a little fun every once in a while when you just clocking in all the time. You're not working for yourself. That's why everybody should implement something. Everybody good at something. You right. should implement something into your life to where you, you 
get good at it. Even if you're not good right now, you get good mm-hmm. at it and become uh, reputable about Practice that shit to where you can be proud of it. That'll help you also with your confidence. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it sure will. that's what. Because uh, I'm gonna just say it on here. I plan on writing a book called Swaggerless Bastard and shit. And one of the definitions of the, one of the words inside of the definition of swagger is confidence. Like you gotta have confidence. Right. Like, like if you feel like you make the best hamburger in the city. You need to walk around like you make the fucking best hamburger yeah. in the city, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what you do. You need to be confident about that shit that you do. You could be a fucking nerd. You need to be proud about you knowing all of this shit. And if you make the best hamburger, you should be probably profiting from it because you just spent a lot of time and effort on it, make it pay for something. But you're not proud of it. That's why you walk around with your head right. low and you right. ain't got no faith in yourself, no confidence because you don't, you scared to let people know you good at something because you scared of what yeah. they're going to say back to you. It, it's crazy that you're saying that because the more I delve into stuff and the more I find out about stuff in life, all this stuff is connected. The people, like you're saying, that's confident about what they doing. It's making money off of what they doing. It's got good credit. It's getting the benefits of everything. It's really coming back to, like you said, trying to do something. If you ever try and do something, it's going to build upon itself. That's right. going to give you confidence. And then yeah. you're going to get confident in something. It's like, listen, I mastered this hamburger. Let me try some spaghetti now. I'm about to, I'm about to add Every, that to Everybody that's great yeah. at something was fucked up at first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. they, they, they failed enough to where they stopped caring about it and just kept trying until they got that shit right. A lot of people are scared of what people are gonna say to them or how people are gonna judge them for what they do, but it's yeah. like a lot of the people that's gonna do that to you not doing shit they goddamn My self. My granddad so, used to say, ain't nobody born doing nothing. They yeah. all had to learn. So that meant you can learn too. You can learn Everybody too. learned it. True. And, and if you could do that, then, you know what I mean? If they can do it, you can do it too because they weren't born doing it. And it's about taking the knowledge and applying it because I be talking a lot about like home ownership and shit. Like, mm-hmm. and we was just talking about that, but you know, that's another reason why I'm saying because I want you to get into like, you know, ways people, because a lot of people be like, man, my credit fucked up, this, that, and third. It's always ways for you to try to fix that shit. Like, I work at a credit card company, you know what I'm saying? And like you were saying that authorized user shit, I see that shit a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? People having authorized users on there and basically that's so, this motherfucker really can't have troubles with getting credit cards or some shit right. like that. So they put him on there as an authorized user to where that shit gonna be helping his name. It helps him. hit the credit and his it, it, You basically vouching for somebody so that they can get ahead. Like I'm saying, if your dad didn't have somebody like you had him, he probably had to start small. They gave him a $500 credit card and then he had to work with that a year. Then over time, he proved his trust. It's, it's just basically like any of these things we talk about when it's who you know. You know, if the mayor vouched for you, you might get a city position off rip as opposed to yeah. you came in as a dump truck worker and worked your way up. You gonna like, start like uh, like Kamala Harris, man. She was fucking with dude. Oh yeah, he vouched for what's her. What's his name? Like Willie uh, Brown, Willie San Brown. Francisco. Yeah. yeah, Willie Brown, San Francisco yeah. mayor. Put her in there. She was yeah. thirty-one. He was sixty. He was yeah. knocking the boots. Yeah, he gave her that position. Gave her some extra positions to where she was clearing like a hundred thousand dollars extra yeah, per year. Sure, you know she gave her some extra positions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some extra positions. <laughs> We're in the time of me too. You watch it, buddy. Right, yeah, no, but you know. So when I be seeing that though, I see a lot of people like before they file bankruptcy, they try to get with like a credit consumer, a credit counselor yeah. and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But a lot of them fuck up. 
And it'd be crazy because they be fucking up and their payments don't even be a whole lot. It's just they just stop paying them. It's shit. just the concentration on people don't really know um, what credit can do for you. After I do people's credit, the people that actually listen, usually they don't even make another move without calling me no more. Yeah. Because it'd be so quick that their life changed. They'd be like, damn, I've been sitting on this the whole damn time. I mean, like all I had to do was this, and then my whole life different. Like even with your dad, if he had that kind of credit for you, everybody that got a 700 credit score, they ain't gonna like no telling us. Everybody got a 700 credit score, you got three, four trade lines, you're probably sitting on a quarter to half a million dollars, you just don't know it. Now what is a trade line? Break that down. A trade line is like, uh, Anything that you have on your credit, okay. So a car, um, that's a trade. That's a trade line. Okay. Okay. Credit card is a trade line. A loan that you got is a trade line. Any one of them things on your credit is a trade line. So three, three to five things that you've shown you're trustable with, um, you really in the good um, with that. So if I got a car payment, a credit card, I'm making mortgage payments. If you got that right and there. And let's say I'm paying back student loans, for example. Yeah, well, student loans. That don't matter. Student it, loans don't matter. No, it don't. It, I mean, it does help if you. If you go on a default, it can fuck you up. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really. Um, student loans, I always say that's kind of catching me too because sometimes they look that weirdly. But the three, first three you name, you're gold. Yeah. Like you really sitting on like a meal and don't know. Okay. Because they look at the house trade line. They look at when you get a house trade line, that's the most valuable, trusted trade line. That's higher than the car, that's higher than everything. That means somebody trusted you with something for 30 years. You can get anything anywhere. So if they trusted you with something for 30 years. But you, you're saying I gotta be paying them a mortgage to a bank on this house for that to count. Yeah. What do you mean? For, for that to be a viable trade line, I've got to be, yeah. Uh, that or, or paid off or whatever. But yeah, trade lines is just any, it's just how many people have trusted you. You got more than, it's been like human interaction. I keep it there because it makes it much easier. It's three of us in this room. He get, we all his trade lines. He all borrow money from us. I can say he do good. You can say he do good. You can say he do good. Then the next person that walk in, yeah, don't trust. Somebody bigger that might got more than us. We're like, listen, all three of us then gave him stuff. He done all bring it back right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the more of those you got is more, it's just like having more people they can say he the dude. Like if you give him something, he gonna come back. So, but really, what it all comes down to is, is somewhat. I hate to say this, but somewhat slavery. Okay, that's why that analogy of the seven-year debt is involved. Because basically, while you owe me, you kind of under me. Yeah, gotta sure. follow yeah. What I I can, I can. So basically, yeah. what it's saying is he done had eight different masters and he done came I, back and I made alter, us all money. I alter, so. I alter your decision making at this point. Right. Like, some shit like you can have a job that's like terrible for your mind and shit, but right. you gotta go do that shit because you owe all of these motherfuckers money. Yeah. And I was just talking to my peoples last night about this shit. It's like, especially with everybody, right. but especially black people, it's like the more successful they become at a job, not owning their own business, not having equity and different shit, mm -hmm. and at a job, the higher a Negro move up <clears> to <throat> a job, the more expenses and bills he put on himself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, your job really is you working to make money to come back to work to make money for them. I mean, everything you really doing ain't really for you. Your job, I mean, jobs got their place, but your job, people don't recognize how much you control. They tell you 
what you can wear, what, time? what kind of hairstyle, mm -hmm. what time you gotta go to bed, what time you gotta get up, how much time you can spend with your kids, what kind of um, vehicle you can drive. It's like, it even tell you how much potential you got in life. Mm -hmm. Because if they give you that salary, you're never gonna make no more than that day. Never no matter that, if you no generate $2 million dollars for them, you're never gonna make more than that, that 50. Now in the real life, as the boss, the more money you make for him, the more money he, he just he make. It just keep it. going. But you can make, if you ever sat down and looked at what your job make off of you or whatever you do at your job, it's somewhere from like 50 to 100 times greater yeah, sure. than what you making. You making $20 an hour, but you work at a credit card company. You talk, they, do they, you on the phone? No, I ain't on the phone. I was going to say, people that's on the phone that queue, and they make you do like 30, 40 calls an hour. Yeah, so a you, lot. So every card that you get in, minimum is probably a thousand. And they Just even, imagine they even do, ten they even do little. They even do little corny stuff to them. The people that's on the phone that if you like misstep or miss a question or a right. word, they'll take away your ability to get a bonus. Yeah, yeah, like, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? No matter if you collect the money or you could be down there killing, and they'll take your shit away because yep. you did not said but, one but if word. You, if you handling fifty people an hour and just base minimum say each card for each person you talk to that five hundred dollars on it. Yeah. You talk to fifty. And you only get paid eleven, twelve, 12 13, thirteen for that hour. For that hour yeah. And you then did that eight hours every day. Your check don't even be fifteen hundred every two weeks. But they done made or you have managed for them more than your almost year in the one hour. And it's like, I be so with the, because um, a way a way to get into some real estate shit, like where it's not you getting a house, but you like being the middleman in the situation. Oh, yeah. It's like the wholesaling. But like, right. you know, I know people who didn't work at call centers and shit. You didn't did all this cold calling for another motherfucker to try to get people to pay or do donate, yourself. but won't do that shit for yourself. That's weird as fuck. But like, it come back. Man. That's why I, that's the dopest thing you ever said. I'm taking that. That confidence thing. Yeah. It's that confidence. A lot of people got the confidence to do something for somebody else that they won't do for themselves. Like, your boss tell you to go do some shit that you totally ain't with, outlandish. You be like, man, I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta keep my job. But then, when it come to you, you like, man, I ain't about to be out here shoveling snow after working, man. Yeah, going up on knocking yeah, on people's doors because they going to be scared. Yeah. But now if you, you work for a landscaping that company, that's you what you would be do doing. It. You would go do it. Why not go yeah. do it for yourself? You see the materials and tools that this person you work for got. Save up some money. Buy those materials and tools. Yeah. You know different people. You know the rates that motherfucker. Ask questions. And on one job, you probably going to get more than what you got the whole time. Working for, like you said, you do one good landscape job of $500,000, but you would have spent $10 an hour, $12 an hour. Mm -hmm. and, do, and the funny thing is the hardest jobs get paid the least. Yeah, for real, they do. The, the easiest they, jobs the easiest don't want. Because my job easy as fuck. Like, it's just boring as shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I be fighting through sleep and shit. But it's the easiest job I ever yeah. had in my life. I literally do nothing. Like... You know what I'm saying? All I do, well, I'm on a computer. I got to look at shit, but, it, you know, it's just, but I'm glad I, like, every job I done had as of recent has helped me better understand the part of the games out here. Like, yep. it's, it's, all say, it's, all, it's all games. It's all games. And like you said, that, that, again, that confidence thing. Somebody that want to go and do this hard job, 
we, I mean, in the beginning, God said we all created equal. We are. We just said that everybody didn't know what they do. They had to learn. Yeah. So it really is about that confidence. The the person, they saying, well, you accepted this job. This yeah. is what you want to do. But you said, I ain't doing that. I'm about to go to school, get this, get that. Because, nigga, I could work on some people. I could cut them open and be a surgeon or whatever. Your confidence said you could do that. Yeah. So your job gets paid way more. You decided not to be on the phones and do something easier because you're like, I want that. I'm applying for this one. Yeah, it's what sure. your, your confidence yeah. tell you I'm going to apply myself to. And yeah. it really comes down to that. Like, you really can do anything. I mean, it may be harder for you for your background because you got to build, like you said, you got to build that confidence on your own. Like, now you didn't see what your dad did for you. You're going to do the same for your kids. But if you didn't have that, you might have had to do the whole thing on your own. So it would have been harder for you to find out all these things and take yeah. the hits. But you still could have got there. Yeah. If you just believed, I'm going to get there regardless. Yeah. I had to get punched in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? I had never got a car off a lot, ever. I never really dabbled too much in the credit before, right. ever, all like that. And it's like, when I blew down there, I got punched in the motherfucking mouth right. and shit. You know what I'm saying? Did you hit him back? I mean, I, I, I was I was weaving, you know what I'm saying? They, they punched me though out the gate. Like I walked in and had my hand out for a handshake, and they punched me in the mouth. It was like, but you know, I'm I'm gonna pay that shit off so I can like have that good record, like uh, making on. I make sure I pay before the date. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit. Make sure that shit pay. I'm not gonna have no late payments because I know them late payments will tear your ass up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But. Like so, I don't want to. I don't want to go extra deep in it, but just briefly slide over the top of just like basic things a motherfucker mm -hmm. need to do to get they. I cussed. Damn. You've been cussing this whole time. I have though. Yeah, that's the first time I noticed myself though. And it's not like I a, didn't know we weren't supposed to. No, 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 no. I was, going, I was just, I was I just, just like the N word and everything. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what your audience is. Oh no, 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 man. I be, I, I be on here. Yeah, I was just trying not to cuss. Oh, you need that dollar bucket. What how that go? Oh, put a dollar in there. Your pockets get tired. You look at the jar, like, yeah, I cussed up a whole head full of money, like, yeah, like, but what, what's like? So would you see, like, so? I, I don't know, but will one of the first steps be to see what the fuck your credit score is? Um, yeah, the fuck it would. But no, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it would be um, in the beginning to see where you at. Because um, I heard that if you see what once you see what your credit score is, dispute everything on that. Uh, it just depends on what, what's what's on there. I mean, if it's bad, if you're speaking from a point of view, if it's bad. If it's bad, then really you just need to really, uh, the biggest thing is, um, and I, I'm going to do this for myself because I want to educate the people because when people come to me with credit repair and they have all these rumors and things and stuff, how they think things work. Um, some things are going to come to your good, some things are going to come to your bad. So you need to assess that. Um, the things that are negative, what is the weight of them? If you didn't have a car and out of four years you made one bad payment, it's still going to have some effect on you, but that would be like what we talked about earlier. If I've been borrowing money for you 30 years and one week I came back bad, you wouldn't look on it as bad, and I paid it off, you wouldn't look on it as badly as like, I didn't pay it off or this, that, and the third. Yeah. So something like that, you wouldn't want to dispute that, but um, you got a petty ass, okay, the worst thing you can have is petty ass bills that you didn't pay, like 100 to $500 bills, 
and they on there negative. People like, that's like me not giving you back five dollars. You're like, man, only $5 is What kind of bill? Like, I know eating McDonald's, he ain't paying me this $5. Any kind of bill? Or just... it, don't, it don't matter what kind of bill it is. Um, medical don't count as bad because people understand that medical, that's one thing the United States has not gotten greedy about, but I don't know if it's going to change. Due to people not having health insurance here, they don't really get harp on that because that's an unforeseen circumstance and them bills is outrageous. But anyway. like a cable bill or phone but, bill? But right, something that you done went out and got that you didn't have to get. Your health and your body too is also considered like you didn't, you're in a body. You can't do nothing about that. That ain't no shit that you went out and messed up. You didn't plan on getting sick. You ain't sick. go buy that body. Yeah, you didn't go buy the body. You didn't plan on getting sick. So like those, they sometimes can look over that. But in the beginning, you want to look over what you got what it is and try to figure out if it's medical bills. A lot of times people call up hospitals and before Obamacare they used to have uh, HCAP programs that would wipe down your debt for people who don't have it to afford because hospitals really kind of almost like a charity kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, you just want to assess that and the good stuff you want to keep. You don't want to dispute everything because the reason I keep going back to the slavery point is because how, how to prove it is this. If Paying things cash and not asking people for money, in our world, in the human world, that seems as a good thing. He don't never ask me for nothing. So he asked me for $50, I've been on him 30 years, I gave it to him. He asked me for 100 500 I gave it to him. That's how we look at it. So why is it when you don't have credit on your credit and you ain't asked nobody for money, it's bad? It's bad credit, yeah. Because, basically, so when, that's for the time bad man, credit is better than no credit. Uh, right, because to them, basically, it's kind of still, like I hate to say that it's based on a slavery system. They probably gonna come get me because of this, I'm breaking out, y'all. It's a whole other mindset. <laughs> it, it's more psychological than anything, like I said, a game. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. so why is it that when I finally come to you for some money on something that's about something, a car or a vehicle, y'all giving me a hard time and I've been maintaining, like you said, I've been maintaining without even looking at my credit. I ain't asking nobody for that. Yeah. Because basically, I'm saying to you, you ain't never been a slave before to me. I don't yeah. know how you're going to act. I need to make sure that you ain't paying in our system. It's just like when you become a free slave back in the day, you can't come on the plantation and eat for free no more. You can't come and it was actually worse. You was out there. You had to do everything Same on your own. Self, yeah. And you had to protect yourself. You had to protect your papers if they came for you. So basically, they saying to you, we ain't made no money off of you. So until we start making money off of you and learn that you can really obey, then we ain't giving you no love. And it really should be the opposite. It should be, he ain't never came to me for nothing. It should be the person that don't come to you the longest should get the most money. Yeah. He been living 80 years, he ain't came to me for no money, man. This dude know how to manage his money himself. Right. But it's actually the opposite because it's really all about putting you in a bad predicament to get gain from you. Uh, again, I said all men is created equal. The only way to, for me to get more than you is for me to take a little bit of yours. So, your work, money, is spirit in a physical form. Yeah. You done worked and spent time and energy out of your life, the only life you got. And my payment to you is to give you this so that you can manipulate this, this planet. So, in order for me to get more than you, I got to get some of yours somehow, some way. So, if I, if I, after I check my credit score, and I see I got some shit on there, why my score is low. Right. What's the next thing I need to do? Like besides um, besides contacting you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like because 
It, it would, it, people should definitely contact somebody about it because yeah. you don't know what the fuck you doing. Or you know get on, or get online. I mean, the, all of Google this it. is out there, but um, you people wanna, give out wrong information. Though, they give like out wrong saying, information. Though. You really just want to really get with the credit laws and look at it, excuse me or the FCRA and somebody that's going to really get with you on that. A lot of the stuff I'm saying is philosophical on the back end stuff but on the front end you should get with the laws and actually how it works there's so many rumors in minority communities and poor communities to how things work like we just discussed buying a car people tell you to go buy a car to really get your credit together it does but there's other ways that's less costly to you than to do that if you didn't have that cosigner somebody tell you to go buy a car you would have bought the car got a higher interest rate and been paying more than what you should have. The biggest, quickest way is what you just discussed, an authorized user. If you know somebody had to put you on their car as an authorized user, that would have boosted your score off the rip. And you could have went into the, the door with the rate and the low rate that you really wanted to get your car right then without having to get that first car and getting everything with high interest rates and deposits and all of that. So there's other things you can do that are less costly um, real quick things that you can do to get a little bit ahead and those things save you a lot because a high interest rate on a car, 10%, something like that over the life of a car, that's thousands and thousands of dollars. That's money that could have added up to you having a house and a car. Yeah, so you know, with, the, with the authorized user, do that fuck up the person whose car it is? No, it, it really doesn't have any damage on them if they don't give you access to doing it. Um, if you get an authorized user and you give that person the car, and then they go and blow money and don't pay you, then you on the hook for paying it. But it could fuck you up if you the authorized user if that Correct. motherfucker don't be paying Correct. shit. Correct. But it's an easy, simple thing. You just get off of their car. When you get off of their car, it, it, it'll go away when you get off of their car. But um, it's what a lot of people do with their kids when they're under 18 and they get ready to go to college. They put their kids on the yeah. car. Then they already starting with their credit score. I see that. Again, the earlier yeah, you lot, started, the quicker you I notice a lot. Of, I notice a lot of white people do that shit. Because That's the first time I ever heard about that shit. Because the biggest thing, the three big, one of the three big factors on your credit report is years. How many years have you been dealing with credit? They want to know what's your oldest accounts. So that lets them know how long you've been dealing with the credit system, how you know good you are with it. So the earlier, the better you start. You know us. And the minority and the poor communities, we don't start till like our parents get down with us when we're 21, 23. 21. So you done missed out on five years. A lot, like of, five people, years a lot of people get a credit card. As soon as you turn 18, mm -hmm. they start mailing that shit. So you go get one. You ordering pieces. And blowing it out. Doing all type of dumb shit hey, that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I bring it that's, that's really how I really found out about it is. And so don't feel bad. Um, if you blown it out or whatever, it can be restored. And I didn't get here just because, you know, I had somebody who really, I had people like, you know, regular parents that had decent credit and they told you about it. But I had to really mess it up. And then it was through the process of trying to get it back right that I found out. So it's, it's a whole journey, but uh, don't feel bad. Like the sooner, if it's bad, if you just do something simple, you're going to start seeing changes by me. I mean, paying things off or just taking steps and learning as you grow. But Probably the best thing to do would be get a book on it and um, really study it because it's a lot of things people do that's unnecessary to get good credit 
that they taking unnecessary risk or unnecessary steps. And even like some of the services that I provide, uh, it's a lot of crooks out there. The reason why I know what I know is because I've been got everywhere I can get got. But a lot of the things that they was trying to sell was real, you know. So you want to be careful about that. It's always better to know for yourself because even when you're talking to me or somebody like me, you can go, oh yeah, that's that's true. That's true. That ain't a lie. You can you can fact check. You that know goes I mean? into last week's episode, yeah. knowing what the fuck you talking about. Right. right? If you right. know what you getting yourself into, a person can't just tell you anything. Just tell you, you know what I'm saying? That'd be the problem. Especially a lot of people in our community, we don't be knowing about that shit. Right. So when we get there, they able to just say a couple shit real fast in a sense and switch up the term and use specific wording mm -hmm. to where if I say some shit like like this is the one I always use. I'm about to go to the store. I might get some apples. I come back and the motherfucker be like, where the apples at? The motherfucker be like, nigga, I said I might get right, some apples. Right. You, you not paying attention to the word. They assume. No, I, I didn't they say assume. I was going to get apples. You know what I'm saying? So you really got to pay attention to the wording and shit. Because even in them contracts and shit, it's the wording right, in that shit. Right. You need to know what it's saying. Because a lot of people look at them contracts and be like, I ain't about to read all this shit. But right. you need to read you all that read shit. Or get you somebody that you can trust to help you read it. But you still want to be there with them because as they go, now mm -hmm. you'll know, oh, that's what that term That's meant. what that means, yeah. Yeah, and then you can probably catch half of it. But the words you don't know, just like when you was learning to read as a kid, you knew like four words and you had that one you stuttered with and your mom was like, that's that. Yeah. And then you was like, what do that mean? And she was like, that mean that? And you was like, oh. And every time you've seen it now, you, you know. Yeah, yeah. so it, that's what I mean by you grow. That's like we was talking about with Mannequin and shit. Like, I seen the movie Mannequin as a so child. That let me know how you spell the word Mannequin. Right. right? You know that's funny saying? you said that because I've seen that too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you was talking about the trade lines, like, so... Getting a mortgage, because, like, it's a difference in, like, I don't know, actually. Is it a difference in getting a mortgage on a house or, let's say, it's a house that's you trying to buy off somebody. Like, somebody might be in tax issues with the uh -huh. house, and they owe, like, 16000 in back taxes. I'm going to buy the house off them for twenty. Mm -hmm. Like they gonna, I'm going to pay the tax off and get them the $4,000. They get to walk away with $4,000. They lose their house, but they get something. They don't just get that shit auctioned off by the state. You know what I'm saying? So if I go to a bank and I let them know the situation and they approve me for the loan for $20,000, mm -hmm. because you can just go get a loan mm -hmm. for $20,000 right. or some shit like that. So would that be still considered somewhat the home shit or would that be just a loan for that shit? Oh, you're talking about on your credit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. As far as credit wise, that would just be a signature loan, probably. Okay. Because under twenty, most banks don't loan under thirty, um, twenty and under a signature. But that's when your credit that's strong. So, that's, so your credit so basically say you your, need to your credit need to be strong as hell to get a signature loan. Kind of, yeah. That's seven. It, it, it needs to be near to seven. Near to seven. Uh, some banks may do, but the max that I've, I guess, in this region, a lot of times when I do. Repair, I do send them to get $20,000 signature loan. I know what banks have them and what, whatever. But um, yeah, you want to be in the seven. You want to be strong because basically it's just, like I said, it's like on um, in the hood movies where they do, like, word is bond. When I say go, when I say I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay. And when I'm that strong with my credit, all I can do is sign. 
tell me what I want, and I sign. Now, on the credit side, the installment loan is another trade line that helps you too. It's just that it's a shorter time limit. So if you got the 20, usually your loan could be from three to six years average or whatever, and then it's just not like a 30. A 30 year means like you so trustable and so strong. It ain't many people that can keep a promise even to anybody for yeah, 30 years. 30 years yeah. So it's just uh, the time that that means that you're going to keep your life so stable and steady for that long that you're saying, I can do that. You know, so that's hard. You know, we can switch jobs, lose yeah. jobs. No matter what, I'm that dude. I'm going to come up with it. Do you feel like it's saying. a good idea for people to get 30-year loans, especially on homes? Um, it is if that's the only way that you have. Sometimes it has an advantage if the money is cheap. But like what you discussed is much cheaper. Um, you got to remember, you got an interest rate. And... That's your 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 initial payments ain't gonna even be going towards yeah, the house. That's, that's compounding, and the longer the loan is, the more is going into it. The longer it is, so life expectancy. I always tell people about this about what you're talking about, which is really smart. Life expectancy is 70, 70 years. So with thirty year mortgage, if you took the whole time, I mean you can only get two houses in your whole life. That's how long that is. Yeah, that's a very long time. time. Yeah. But if you, because if you get that loan at twenty, fifty, when you done paying, right? That, that's why I don't like that shit. So what you're talking about means that you just skipped over a stage in life that your people above you did. Yeah. You just skipped a whole level. You got yours done at twenty. Yeah. Five years, you was done. Yeah. So now. Like, I own my house free and clear. Most black people or minorities, they own one home, they stay in it their whole life. Like, and they worked on half of their life just to take care of that. Yeah. You're yeah. done with that mission already in life. Yeah. You just, it's like on Mario and you hit a code and you went five levels up. You just doing, skip five yeah. levels in life. Sure. So now you, you can decide from that point because I did that exact thing. And not bragging or nothing, but this is the first time right now, and I'm doing this for a reason. Usually when I get a job, I got a plan. I only work to, to fund what I want to do. I'm using their money for my shit just like they use my money for their shit. For they shit yeah. So this is the first time I ever had a full-time job when I'm 37. Um, but it allowed me not to never have to have a full-time job because when I was 20, 25, I had my own house. So at that point, you know, you can't really hustle or have a little hustle like you want to. You need that stable money because you got all these damn bills and shit. Well, when you done bought that house for that 20, you don't have to worry about where you're gonna stay. Ain't nobody never gonna put me out. Then you done went and did the same thing on a car, like you said. So at that point, you can work at McDonald's, basically. That's what I was and, just saying. And, and, and hustle and was, take the risk I was just that you're not allowed to take because you got all these goddamn bills I was just saying that shit. Like, it take you, if you own the house, yeah. let's say your property tax, 1400 for the year. Yeah. That's a little over $100 a month that yeah. you're paying for property tax. All right, let's mm -hmm. put that to the side. Your utilities and shit, let's say they $250. Yeah, That's $350 you got to come right. away every month. Every month. And you good. You can make a thousand dollars a month, and, and be good. where the average adult is that our parents or grandparents that's doing all this extra shit, second job, and you doing that. You so, so don't right. let you step your game up and do some other shit. You know, like I I rented my spot out to two of my homeboys. Yeah. So at twenty five, I'm not paying no rent. My niggas is paying the rent. 
and I went and got something else. Yeah. So it's just like a cheat code, and that's what we're talking about community-wise upliftment because it helped everybody out. My boys needed a place to stay. I wasn't gonna put them out, and I was able to charge them less than what they would the do, the people, yeah, the system, yeah. somebody would charge them. So it, it keeps growing if people use it right. So then you got a whole community of people, most minority communities, and you watch all these sad movies. I be watching these movies, I can't even watch them no more, some of these hood movies, and people going through all these great ones, like, like Set It Off. When I first watched it, it was a great movie. Now, my mind is somewhere else, I'm like, y'all dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, y'all robbed all these damn banks and did all this shit and was cleaning offices and shit instead of just being like, how about all five of us just get together, we work for one year, and then we just go buy us a little shack cash, yeah. we stay in it, and then we just keep going and everybody got a house in five years and we ain't got to go to jail and get killed. Yeah. Like, why was we doing all that? Off the first lick they could have really they're made. They're not thinking about that. Right. Another thing they could have did is, you work for Lester, how about you... All y'all just pay and for to get a contract and start <laughs> or, or, or take the money from the first robbery and go do something with it. took all your goddamn money. But do you know why? Because that would not have made a good move. Right. It's too simple. Actually, it could have made but, a good But move. really, that's it really, it's so such a true story to how a lot of black people and minorities live. We're taking these penitentiary chances. Like I just said, I mean, the same score that your dad got that got you that car, you might go to three banks and get. 60 grand, 20,000 signals from all the people. Yeah, for sure. And go okay. buy different properties. Now, you know how hard it is to get 60 shit. grand on a corner in a block? All yes. the risks yeah. that you take. You're going to have to go to a with, block. If, 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 and we all born with it equal credit score. All I got to do is take care of it for one year. Like you said, get authorized user, be 19, 20. And them two years I could have done in the penitentiary, you know, getting all that juvenile. It's like in a game, you've got all these different obstacles and troubles and folks dying. And you like, I'm already sitting on hundred grand on my credit score, yeah. and I didn't even know it. Like, and they, it's education. Cause I got I got eight years before my daughter turned eighteen, and six before she's sixteen. So right. at sixteen, I want to pay for her driving school. Here go a car. Right. Eighteen, you can go to college if you want to. If you stay around here and go to college, I got a crib here that you can stay at. You ain't gonna have to be out here. My worrying about where the fuck you about to live and all of this dumbass shit that a lot of females be having that stress on their brain. That's why right. they do stupid shit and end up pregnant and in weird situations because they don't have education about what's really important. Yeah, they don't, and they just don't have a stable environment. Right. You got a lot of girls like we talk about like how a lot of girls be couch to couch out here. You know what let I'm saying? Let me say this. Let me let me interject. Okay. And boys. I was going to say, to be honest, there's a lot of men that do it too. Because a girl can find somewhere to stay. I just take it to her because I got a daughter. You know what I'm saying? You don't want her to be. You don't want to see her like that. I don't want to see her going through some shit like that. Yeah, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times a dude, even though I shouldn't say it like that, but a lot of dudes can get through that shit. You know what I'm saying? It ain't the same as. The average woman is not trying to take advantage of no man laying on their couch. But. The average woman, some guy, if it's a man that's in there, whether you land on a family member or somebody else, that man looking at you, that's how a lot of people get molested. Yeah, they want something for real. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's usually sexual. Like, so, you're going to yeah. be over here, all right, you're going to have to wash these dishes or do this right. or and come upstairs and wash Come upstairs, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's crazy. And yeah. a lot of females don't have to be like, that's why they be like, you know, the whole 
females be stripping to pay for right. school and shit. And it's like, you know, it's just certain shit I don't want my kid to have to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, I understand that I got to get my shit together. And I feel like a lot of people be talking about, like, you know, the prop, like, well, you want to have properties and shit. And I'm thinking, like, well, you should want to have properties too because yeah. you want to have, don't you need somewhere to stay? Okay, that's checking one thing off the check mark. Why not have some shit that's making money for you right. while you sit back and do nothing? And, and, and like you said, the majority of what people pay for is somewhere to lay their head at night that's cool. That's what that's where most of the money go. Is, is working for. They work because I got a mortgage. A lot you of them got saying? rent. I, I, yeah, but I'm saying a lot of people, when they really stable in their life, the reason why you're going to work is because you got a mortgage. And so if you can eliminate that one obstacle, then that's a big plus to you because, like I said, the average person don't never own a home. If you got one home, you done did something, like you said, a lot of people was renting. That they ain't did. That's a worry. You ne- you can take that off the table. Check like, that off. Yeah. Like, because we was talking to him. And like, that's tons you know, of money like, in your pocket. When that, when that car payment go off of your shit, that's what's up. That's cool and shit. But that car ain't a house, though, because... When you yeah. sell that car, you can't get nowhere near the amount of money yeah. you can get it's out of that D-bag. house. Like, so, yeah. like, if you, like, let's say you don't want to live in Akron no more, but you own your goddamn house. Really? That's bands you get to leave with on your feet immediately to go somewhere else, though. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And, like, I, and that's happened, too. So, people, people yeah, think. you sell that house, you get $50,000, you get to go leave and go be somewhere else with fifty grand, bro. I had people yeah. who thought I was selling dope. Yeah. And it's not that. It's just what you said. It's so it sets you free so much quicker, and it's almost hard for me now to explain stuff to people who have because I've been living this way. But once that's what I say. Once people get a little bit of taste of it, like you're saying, what you thinking about, and that you gonna do it because you are starting in your mind. Yeah, for sure. a lot of people don't know what's gonna happen, and but it's so freeing, like. I moved to Atlanta. I had that whole, I had whole two houses at 25. I was like, well, the economy messed up. I'm just going to dip before I get somebody pregnant and get trapped in that. that. That was my thinking. Like, it's getting crazy. Let me get out of here. Yeah. But I had, I was living in Atlanta, and I wasn't paying rent there. I did have rent. I rented in the beginning. But because I had two tenants, who was paying my rent? Not me. Yeah, not you. Yeah. I was down there a whole year during the recession and couldn't even find a job. But guess what? Went broke. Yeah. Cause I had tenants. It's like you get options. What you doing as options? It adds options to your life. You can pick up and leave and do these different things. And it's not nothing to be a bragging point about. It's just about. And it's a shame that we even thinking of it as a bragging point yeah. because I hate to say this, but. Other races, other nationalities, they don't see this as a break point. They see this as like, that's just how it's supposed to be. That's why when you look at other nationalities and other races, it's not really all the time that they're super rich, but they got stuff taken care of so that they got free money to do what they really want to do. You know what I mean? I can go and do all these other things and travel because, I mean, we halfway done with our mortgage or our house paid off or we got generations of houses. Just imagine if you did this, right? And it's funny you said that plan because this is what my boy is doing. He did the same thing with his boys. He bought two houses. His kids was like eight years ago. His kids 18 now. He brought them over there. He got them working. Now he got like five, six houses. So he taking them and put them on his credit card. He about to just take them and slap them with a house. Yeah. Now the family got seven, eight houses. They keep hustling. 
just imagine if you got generational. Each generation, somebody had three houses. And then three, four generations, that kid, not only is the cost of living that high, because rent now is 500, by the time that fourth generation comes, rent will be 900. Mm. He got 10, 12 properties that he didn't inherit it, getting $900 and ain't doing nothing mm. and ain't did nothing. Mm. So he started with nine grand a month. That means he can go get a, a rose if he want to and pay a $1,200, $2,000 note and ain't never did nothing. But that's how these other nationalities are so far ahead. Yeah, because I've been doing it for 20 years. I've seen, seen this shit where this motherfucker owned like 10 to 15 properties and he pay like uh, property management motherfuckers like, I want to say like 10%. They get 10% a month and they get your first mark, right? Yeah, so like the property management was getting the 10% and it's like he don't even have to, they not calling him when something happened at the right. house. They calling the property management motherfuckers. Like, right. And if they go fix that shit. And it's their job, so they usually get you... And that's another thing, because a lot of people say they don't want to buy a house because they don't know if they're going to stay in that city. As long as you can see that city is somewhat viable and rentable, then do it. Because it's going to save you while you're there, and it's going to make money for you while you're gone. While you're gone. Because property management can do that. Property management gets better tenants because it's, they won't get paid. And all that if my shit. 10% pay depend on me getting a good tenant, you better be damn sure I'm, I'm going to get a good tenant. And when they stop paying... I'm going to get them out of there in a hurry, and I got niggas lined up to come in because you messing up my money. And, like, another thing with that, like, because, you know, with it, like, you could sell the whole the house whole, but, like, like some, like that's most people would say, you know, you might not, if somebody buy it. But that's why you should be buying homes that you're not exhausting all your resources on getting a house to where you can spend money to upgrade the upgrade. house to... To make the value of the house go up right. to where somebody walk in and like this is a beautiful living experience. Right. I want to sign up and right. the mother the motherfuckers that come in and buy the house like you got the house for sale you put that shit out there for sale when the motherfuckers come see the house the motherfuckers not about to hit you with the cash the bank gonna hit you with the cash. Right. And then they gonna be paying the bank that mortgage with right. all that interest and shit you gonna get your money instantly instantly so yeah. it's it's you gotta think of it that way it's as always well. Money though. in a house and that's why. It's one of the biggest money makers. A house will last you 100, 200 years if it's built right. My dad is living in a house, he's a three unit he bought that I think he had it 40 years, but it's probably like 100 years old. So that means somebody been making money off this Hell little yeah. block, this little piece of ground for 100 years. Now I've seen what my dad did. He done paid it off twice. Yeah. The person who had it before was a better neighborhood even then. So, you know, that's a lot of money. Just imagine if you just got $300 for 100 years into your family. Like, that's more than, that's a lot. Like I said, if each generation just had one house and handed it down to the next, you'd be straight. You'd Number be straight. one, instead of what you're talking about, from day one, you never paid rent. Yeah. So that's six, $700 a month. That you 30 now, that, right in your pocket. that you would have had in your pocket from day one. So at... 18, you could have went and got you, I mean, I hate to say it, like fancy stuff, cause, but that's what attracts people. But you could have went and got you a little beans at 18, because you already had stuff. And just been stunting on them. Just been stunting on them. You're not paying rent. That's why you, know you see these rich kids and the stuff, it's not overnight. It's generational thinking that 
it builds up and it starts with you. It's gonna make your life easier. And a lot, and, and in that and in that situation, it's it's even worse because it's like they live in a suburban community. These houses is valued at a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a pop. We ain't talking fifty, sixty thousand. And it's get worse. We talking a hundred fifty thousand dollars a pop. You can go. The house paid off. So that bitch probably got like hella equity in that motherfucker. You can go get fifty thousand dollars easy exactly. drawing out equity. So then you wonder why, and this is another reason why I talk about it being it's an overall slavery. And I hate to keep coming back to this point, but I think I'm gonna start really preaching this to people. So why do you gotta go to work? Because you don't have none of that that we talking about. But imagine if you was born and you inherited this house, number one, you had Seven hundred dollars went in your pocket out of your paycheck every week. Never yeah. paid nobody. But like you said, this house paid off is worth one hundred fifty. Now you come up with a business idea, or you want to open this shop. You got one hundred and fifty free and clear. You can just, you see how to free your mind. Like I ain't got to really worry about going to work. I got something that whatever dream I got, I can fund myself. Can fund it, yeah. So it's like a whole other type of lifestyle that they live in. That's why they be so carefree because like. I mean, we've got like 30 houses over here when my son come up, like you saying for your daughters. By the time your daughters has got done with their school and get ready to get married or something, you're going to have something that's paid off free and clear. She come to you like, Dad, we're going to start this. Well, I'll take 20 off the house. I'm going to get after y'all. Y'all roll with it. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing to know that. But yeah. most minorities and black and, and any poor people, that we don't know that. We don't have that. Where somebody can say to us, you want to go to school now. I'm just going to take 20 off the house. You go ahead and go. And mama not messed up because she gave it to you. Right. You not stressing. Good. You can go to I work. I can take that 20 and, and just stretch do it. that out over yeah. a certain amount of years and make minimal payments each month yeah. to pay back towards that and, and when you pay it off, like you said, you pay it off, it's 150 again. Yeah. So you only took so 20 years back. What do, how do that, with the equity, with that, how do that work as far as going towards your credit? Like, how do that? Um, that's considered... Like a mortgage, or that's or, another mortgage. Okay. That's, it's considered like a mortgage, so that's one of the best. Or like a, a, a trade okay. line and a um, we call it installment loan. Okay. So basically, you then you know did something like that, and that's how that's kind of counted. So it's it's cool. It's like you know, you, but the thing is, is that like we just talked about a house lasts for hundred years. That's collateral. So that means that if you mess up this loan, how much safer do I feel because I can come get something? That house is not gonna get up and walk. Now that car going to break down, it's going to be gray, mm -hmm. it's going to get worse and worse, the weather going to put wear and turn it. Like I said, my dad's house been there 100 years, it's been re-improved and remodeled, and, but the house is still there. That meant for 100 years, anybody that have defaulted on that loan, the bank could go get something from it, and then they could do the same thing all over again to anybody. So it's more secure for them, they feel like, how can I lose? I know I'm going to make... This house lasts 150, 200 years. I'm gonna make three, three 30 year mortgages, okay? I'm gonna make three times whatever, and I'm gonna make all this interest and all this money. So, go ahead, you fuck it up, you fuck it up. I'll just come get it and give it to the next dude who can do it right, or don't do it right. And I, you know, some houses might get the life of 20, 30 people on them, because maybe some people foreclose. Yeah, Five of the 10 yeah. people foreclose. So I done made day money, took it back, gave it to somebody else, got a couple 30s out of it, so it's like it's a win-win. So that's why it's one of the more powerful things because it's so substantial. It's, it's a substantial thing. Yes. And the earth ain't really going nowhere like tomorrow, hopefully, yeah. as we think. But, I mean, you can always get money off of it. So, yeah. so I had a proposal like for like 
the pastors that got like these big ass churches where they got congregations giving all this money. Mm -hmm. The pastor got all this money. He got all these house. He got a big dumbass house. You know what I'm saying? I made a proposal to where like the pastor could be taking money that he got and buying houses in the community mm -hmm. and fixing them up and allowing ways to help people own houses by having them come in with a down payment. He had write up a contract with them. You know what I'm saying? That if you start fucking your exactly. bags up, you gotta fucking go. Because um, it's like, I'm gonna be set, renting this I'm gonna be letting you basically set up. You not dealing with a bank, you dealing with me. Right. And you're gonna be making monthly payments to where you eventually own this house after this said amount of years. And it's like, nigga, y'all can do that shit and you would make money at the same some, time. Some, some, some churches do do that, but it ain't prevalent amongst ours because, like I said, people thinking wrong and. People don't trust people, but I will say this. Well, that's why you have them write up the contract. Yeah. It's the same thing if you're a landlord. You just make the motherfucker get out, and then it, you get somebody else in, in there. In the past, that's really how, okay, that's how the church became the center of the black community. Yeah. Was through doing that. From slavery, like that, yeah. they did pull their money. The church is, in the South, we don't have it up here, but when I lived in Atlanta, it's churches down there that blew my mind. Like, we think we got a super church. Like, no, everybody's church down there is a super church. Why? Because they've been doing that for, like, you see the cornerstones in their church? It'll be like, been here since 17-something. Like, oh, this black church been here since 17-something. They had their own YMCA, and you've never heard of this church. In the South, because they had that history of doing that. Yeah. They funded themselves. Um... You know, Black Wall Street and Oklahoma. Here, up here stuff. was a whole bunch of factories, yeah. industrial. Yeah, industrial and we didn't right. carry that. Yeah. And so that kind of mindset got lost. But that's even so why Atlanta, on the hip hop scene, and the culture is doing how it do. They carry themselves differently. They, like, we, I don't know if you've seen QC on the cover. That's independent. Yeah. Why do they got that mindset? They've been carrying that because they've been doing that since slavery in the South. That's why so much black wealth. When you don't let the money get out of your community, then it stay in your community. So I lent you the 20 that you needed to get your crib. So I set you free. Then you gave me some more bread. Then I set somebody else free. Then I got some more bread. So I get richer, you get richer. I get richer, you get And then you start coming back to me and maybe refer me people or we do some business deals together. So the money grow with each other and that's they vibe but they don't do that everybody want the money right now in front yeah and it's like that ain't how that works why you, why you think why you think all of these banks and these people that's loaning all this money out to these people is willing to let them make payments because if you fuck up that that's what they wait you know what i'm saying yeah that's how they make the money especially with the house situation once you fuck up you gotta go and we just gonna get somebody else in that motherfucker. well, well not even that think about it like this again on a slavery point you fuck up, right? So, people don't understand this, but the economy is not about just money. It's about moving money, which makes the economy good. Okay. The money didn't ever go nowhere during the financial crisis. It's just that it stopped moving. That's why they kept talking about the banks ain't lending money, the economy can't recover if we do that. It's just because the people who have it decided not to move it. So, um, I almost forgot what I was going to say, but, um, so the issue is, is that when you fuck up, all money is interconnected. So let's just say you fucked up the house and you fucked up your credit, okay? Guess what, nigga? It's like that whipping you get on the thing. I'm still gonna eat off you, because you know why? Because your checking account fucked up. So I see you at the check cashing place, 
them fees you paying, they come to me. Yeah. Somehow them fees come back to me. Oh, you fucked up your credit? That high interest rate? Okay, you messed up that loan over there, but I'm gonna make ten times more off you because your credit bad now. Somehow that money going to a bank, and all banks move their money together and they do things. So either way it go, if you mess up, I'm still gonna get what you owe me. Because mm -hmm. let's say you messed up that car, but I'm gonna eat off you till you get your credit straight. So whether or not you pay me on this car or whatever else, some kind of way the consequences that you paying come back into my bank. They come back to my bank. Some kind of way that money gets back to me. So as long as I keep you down through charges directly through me for messing up or by the loan that you in, I'm continuously, always, and forever going to eat off of you. That's why it's considered bad when... You got cash and you ain't never came to me. Because, bro, I ain't never ate off you. And I'm mad about that. Yeah. So, because you ain't never came to me, I'm going to give you the highest rate possible because you're going to back pay. I've been shit that ate off of you. I seen this I seen this nigga on YouTube. He, like, he had got a house. Like, similar in the way that I described earlier where somebody, he knew somebody that had the tax <laughs> lien against him. So, he ended up getting a house for dumb cheap. And they, they gave him a loan. Cause his credit was good, cause he already been doing this shit. So mm -hmm. yeah, got a he got a loan for the house, cause he like he don't never use his money. He like I'm never gonna use my money when I can use their money. Like, right. So he like got a house for dumb cheap, fixed it up, and that's where he was just residing at. And once he fixed it up, he had him come back out, reassess, reassess the house, and mm -hmm. it was worth more. Right. Than what it was initially appraised for, right. like it was worth like seventy thousand dollars when he first got it. But after he did the things he did with the outside and inside. The bitch shot up to like a hundred bands, right. you know what I'm saying? So, and he only spent like ten to get it to where he got it, you right. know what I'm saying? So that's a twenty thousand dollar increase yeah. right there. So he ended up taking equity out on that house and buying another house. And you keep it going. And then he fixed that house. Well, actually, he bought two more properties with that equity and fixed them up. And he was trying to sell them whole. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. A couple years went by before he sold it, but the amount he was paying per month on the equity for them places wasn't the same as paying rent. So right. he wasn't really seeing no right. fucked up shit when you only coming out of like $400 a month to pay this shit back. And all you paying is your property tax over here. It's like once you sell them two houses, though, that's going to be a $100,000, $70,000 payout, you know what I'm saying, on one transaction. And it's like... That motherfuckers don't make that shit in a year. Right. And, you know and, what I'm and getting into credit is we talking about the fundamentals. But that's why it's good to to start early because like anything else, you don't want to look back and be like, dang, I could have been in it. I wasted thirty years. That's how I feel. I, I mean, but you really early. You really mm -hmm. way early for you. A lot of people don't like you look at our parents and grandparents, they ain't know this till they they still didn't know this. All they told us was go to school, get a job. It's crazy though, cause my mom so my mom, she got a house when I was young as hell and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She had got a little bit of money and went and put a down payment on the house. And she had like a 15-year joint. Which is dope. Your mom was probably ahead of the curve. So she didn't even she go knocked it out. She knocked it out before the 15. She saved she a whole bunch seven. of money. Yeah. And she she was dope. So a lot of people don't know about that. With, with her 15-year, she paid it off in seven. Yeah. And what she was doing was... 
she was taking her income tax, part of her income tax, and putting that towards the principal payment. Just banging out. Banging that shit out until Smart she had stuff. Money, but you, you see how quick that is? Yeah. So your mom, that like, like, so look, this is exactly what we were talking about. How each one teach one and it gets faster. So your mom knocked hers out seven. You saying, I don't want to even do seven. I'm going to go get the straight 20 and bang it. Why can you think like that? Because you actually at least saw somebody do some but shit. But what's crazy, I ain't find this so, shit out until I start talking to her about the shit. Yeah. And then she was like, nigga, I paid this house off in seven years, bro. But like, that's something that shouldn't be a secret. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, should yeah, be yeah. talking about she that. She should have been telling me about that. Yeah. So I'll give you something that I, before you talk about the equity and you had asked me about that. I'm going to tell y'all something like when you get into the financial world, they make anything happen as long as it's going to make money. Yeah. Now, what we talking about is base level stuff that people is into, cars, one house, typical whatever stuff. But when you start going up the ladder, really, the deals get crazy and you really be turned up, turned out because it's like, it's it's like going, I really hate to say this, it's like going in the Matrix. Like when he first started, if you got the mindset to think out of the box a little bit, then you become one of them people who be out there fighting for whatever and mm. getting on. Weaving bullets. Everybody else sleep. So, but as you wake up, did you notice all their powers kept getting greater and greater and greater? Yeah. That's how this financial thing is. So, like you said about equity, that's cool. But I've been messing with equity. I heard about it, and it's just happened to me. And I've been doing this for a long time, but I really never really was doing like equity all like that. So somebody hit me to like, and this is something some of y'all may know about, some of y'all don't. But you said he was paying four hundred a month. So for I give you an example, my boy bought a house. It was forty. 50000 Okay, that was during the downturn, so the prices was low then, but the mm -hmm. values came back now. Yeah. So now his house was worth 100 Yeah. So we went and got an equity loan of 40 grand. Okay? The equity loan of 40 grand that he got, he wasn't even paying $400 for that a month. So that was 40 grand that he just flipping, and he might have been paying like, I think it added on to his mortgage. I want to say 65, but I would say this say it was $200. Mm. So, off of that 40 grand, he ain't now would work eight years. But guess what that happened? His house then went up another 40 grand. So, not only did he take the 40 grand, and I would say he probably made a half a million dollars off the 40, because he went and bought them three cribs that he got for his kids, mm. and he buying two more. He's only paying $200 a month to make that 250 that he made. So, I thought that was some dope shit. So me and him rock together. So we go to the bank. I go get an equity loan. I'm like, interest only equity loan. So you was talking about how it flip and go up. They got equity loans where you can take the money and only pay the interest. So let's say, for example, and this is a factual thing, I got an equity line. I took $7,000. My interest is $14 a month. That's my payment. So let's just say I doubled and I took 14 and bought me a beater crib. Put some work into it. Ain't no crib really not worth 50. Yeah. So I paid $14 a month, but I'm only paying interest for 12 years. So I got 12 years to just keep flipping that same 14 that I just turned to a 50. Then I'm gonna go buy two of them and then that's a hundred. 
And I'm gonna buy two more next year, and that's another hundred. So by the time twelve years, man, yes. I possibly yes. could have been yes. made two million dollars yes. and get y'all fourteen dollars a month. And then when it's time for me to pay, go here go y'all fourteen. Here go y'all four, yeah, here fourteen thousand. Hey, I made two million. Cause I had, I had. I, it's, it's this one dude. He was talking about like, and you know, me and him, like we, like he be like getting mad at me because I be like telling him like, man. I don't give a fuck if you want to be in real estate or not. You, you should do that be. shit. It's the only thing. It don't matter. Like you, you, you should. I don't care if you don't want, want to. I don't portfolio. care if it's not a passion for you. You should do that shit because it's easy fucking money, man. Everybody needs somewhere to stay. And it's got to be in your portfolio. Everybody oh, needs somewhere to stay. You're talking about me right now? Yeah. <laughs> secondly, secondly. You never seen me mad. Don't worry about that. You were they out here got a whole damn crib. They didn't, like you said, what if you inherited a crib for 150? And you took 150 and only did interest only. Now you went out there and bought four more cribs. Mm -hmm. And you only paying this petty ass amount of interest for 12 years and your whole time you just racking up, flipping. It's like, racking yeah, up, that's flipping. another thing with the houses. Another option you can have is when you end up selling one of them houses, you yeah. can just go get them their money back and now you just doing it on your own. It, it's something that even if you don't want to do it, and that's why I try to get a lot of women, because for some reason women always, like you said, your mom, they the ones that unfortunately in the poor communities want to think about it because they think it's a great place for kids. Yeah. But they be scared. Like, I don't want to do that because I don't know how to manage a house or that. And the third, I said, listen, a house is easier to manage than you paying double what you paying in rent. If you just was to save that little extra, you can cover most of your bills. You, you got a furnace and a water yeah. They know, but most on an average house, two to five thousand dollars. That's the most expensive stuff, and you got a roof, maybe five to six grand. Yeah. If you got to do that. So if you just save a little bit, but if you got home insurance though, that that'll help or take care of and all of that. So it's really just you brainwashed into having this fear that is more of a responsibility than what you like. Being able to pay rent to somebody and not know if they ever can put you out at a moment's notice is more of a responsibility. Yeah, because what if the city come through like, yeah, we want to buy city, this property off you. He don't take care of it. Yeah. He can get foreclosed on. Yeah, no. all that shit. And you, you know. He don't say nothing to you. You still paying him rent even though he ain't even got the house. I've lost the house before. I lost the house in the recession. They still had to pay me rent while, yeah. while I was struggling. Yeah. So, when a house go up, if your landlord ain't cool, he cannot tell you. And not then tell you. you still then paid all this money. And then and put out for nothing. And it went to nothing. Having a home is like investing in yourself. It's your own bank. You putting your money into it. Even if we talk about the worst areas around us up here, Wildwood, Madison, you still, my dad's house been there. But my dad had a three unit and he been making 500, 600, 700 for 40 years off three units in the middle of the hood. So if he can make 2100 which is the average working person's salary for 40 years in the middle of the hood, imagine if you go somewhere else, you gotta have it in your portfolio. It's your fallback. Because the same thing is, let's say it don't work out. Well, then I can just move in it. You know, it's always gives you options. And that's what the whole thing is. Or I'm, I, can, I can sell it. Because if you got a unit, you got an apartment unit, 
Somebody always gonna wanna buy that. If you got a room, bro. Yeah. If you can rent rooms. Yeah, Craigslist and shit. You get your boy in there, he don't wanna be shit. He get high all the time, he can't get off the couch. Hey, just give me 250 bro. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one portion like, of your mortgage. Like, I be riding past, like, cause I be just driving through areas, like, looking at different shit, like, shit that's abandoned, shit that's whatever. And when I be seeing them apartment, like, spots where it be like, damn, it's like, it's like 10 units in there. This motherfucker making He balling. He balling, bro. Like, if he nah. get $600 from each motherfucker in that bitch. Or, or you look at. And that's, like, I seen a nigga get on there talking about. Like he he said he owned like over a hundred units and shit, right. right? And he pulled out a fat ass wide, like and he like this is all just lake fees, like this ain't yeah. even the rent. Yeah. Like, I don't even touch the rent money. I be eating off my lake. I go have fun with my lake fees. Imagine the dude that owned that tower across the street. Oh he yeah, oh yeah. And he like I got six for sure people in for sure. And you got sixty to a hundred times whatever. And even though that's, I mean, compared to a billionaire, that ain't nothing. But you know how free he is. He out here is doing what he wants for, for sure. the people he wants, his family. So, sure. I mean, that's that's your ultimate goal with credit. Credit is just to allow the powers that be to lend you money to give you an opportunity to be free. That's why I keep relating to slavery. It's, it's like the free money, slaves. Man. If you was a good slave and you worked good, they will always say Rewards you he didn't did it. I sure. said he free. So now you can work your way free in the system because most of us come into the world without nothing. If your parents leave you a whole bunch of stuff, then you really probably would be your own bank. But sure. credit will help you to. It just gives you options. That's all I can say. And then you want to try to find a good mix between having things you own outright that you pay cash for, and some things that you get credit for it because you do want to be a part of the system because it gives you that option sure. if things happen you can do that so um, back to just being basic credit stuff you know you want to check your credit out you want to know what's on there and if you got a bad bill start with the smallest one if you can find ways to to knock down those things like you said with your mom those things help you and it'll open up a world of possibilities for you. Even if, like, say, even if you don't want to do property, there's other things you can invest your money in. Yeah. But you know, you can get that opportunity to do that, and it's basically the symbol of how trustable you are with financial matters. And that's very important because the more people can trust you, the more they will give you, and the more gain that you'll be able to get from it. And that's a big thing in setting your life free. And most people don't really know that. You know, most people just got a home and a car, and they got a 700 score, and that's great if that's all you want to do. But you really you are possibly, yeah, you really are sitting on endless possibilities that could set you free, and you just don't know it yet. So you want to read up on credit and read about people who have had credit, or um, for the minorities, something that's interesting is reading about Black Wall Street and. Tulsa, Oklahoma, and all those places, and um, places where blacks, Georgia, Florida, there are places where Carolina, minorities, Carolinas, Carolina. they funded their own selves, and they had freedoms that other people didn't enjoy, and it's the same thing today. Even the Harlem Renaissance. Harlem Renaissance. Yeah. yeah, people working together, and the thing is, is that you don't want to step on your fellow man with it either, because 
a lot of, like I said, my boy who I was talking about all this stuff who, with his kids and all that, he came to me and asked me when I had my first house and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I told him what I knew. Mm. But then he took it and he ran this way and I ran that way. So now we come together, he got some stuff he know that I didn't know. And each person that you help, y'all each come with a different avenue, a different thing you know. And then when y'all unite forces, it's like, okay, so I got five houses, you got five houses, you got five houses, you got five houses, there's 10 of us. Why don't we go across the street and buy that tower? Yeah, why don't you know we what I'm saying? Why don't we go down if I had a kept it to buy myself, that parking deck. Let's go, I'm going to go buy this parking deck. Yeah, yard. if I had to kept it to myself, I'd be the only one. So you want to share it because then now you got other people that got money like you got. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to worry about you running up in my house because I done ran so mm-hmm. far up the ladder. Oh, yeah. once, I get, once I get to the bag, all my niggas going to learn the exact process, how that shit, so we can continue to repeat that shit, so we can start a whole... Because it's like... Even in the hustling game, people don't do that shit. Like, they don't even look out for their mans when they hustling. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? They want to maintain the dominance right. in the situation. It's like, man, niggas trying to steal your swerves from you all type. It's, be, it's just but crazy. But I think, I think when you do that, for me, it eliminates a lot of those um, bad things happening. Because once you done try to put your mans on and they don't do what they're supposed to do, they don't be so mad and so hateful <coughs> towards you. They kind of be feeling bad and guilty about their stuff. Like, I fucked it up. He tried. Yeah. And nobody can never come to you and go, well, you didn't try. And then you trying to argue with them and feel bad. Like, they almost just give up. Like, I had it. I fucked it up. Yeah. I ain't about to run in that man's house because he, he kind of yeah, showed he love. When, when you don't do that is when you have people who feel like they want to take it from you or this, that, and the third. Kill so you. you don't even have to have an argument. I've, I've had people that, I had friends that when I first tried to get my first house, I told them, I was like, we all work at the same job. Like, bro, I found out this information. Let's do this. Now we're looking at 15, 20 years later. And the dude I'm talking about is my friend. He wasn't even my friend. He's my friend now because he heard. And, and all the people that I really tried to get on, they went with it. Yeah. So now it's like, when you're on the next level, they kind of be like, they can't really get mad at you. Like, bro, I brung it to you first. Yeah. I yeah. brung it to you first, and you didn't want it. Well, I want you to already have it done, and then be like, here. But I don't even know if it's that. Some people, you know, it's just really, it's a mind thing, bro. It's like you got to get your mind around what it is to be fear for them. They might have excuses. They may have other issues. It's really, to me, like a mind thing where they just... They just can't get out of it. They're great people. I ain't saying they like haters yeah, yeah, or they even yeah, lazy. Yeah. They might go out there. Some of the people that, I, that I'm talking about, they probably work 60 hours a week for somebody else, but they just can't get their mind around the fact. It's a lot of fear involved. I can take the step myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. But eventually, they'll get there and I don't have a problem helping them. But it, I think it's best when you help your people out because at least the ones that want it, like my one dude came, he ran with it. Yeah. Now I got a partner. The other ones who don't, but you also set an example for when the day they get ready, they were like, you know what, I saw this, and I know it was real. Really, and at least they could tell their kids, like, you know what, I have a friend, and I ain't take that leap. You need to take that leap, because I didn't do it. It's real. Take the leap. And uh, it just is a beneficial thing for the whole community for why us and minorities, we have such a, we always go to drugs first or something else first, because what are we doing? Because that's all we see. If we see more dudes that had cribs and houses and was driving BMWs because they had cribs and houses, the first thing that come to my mind then would be, listen, fuck drugs, I'm about to get a house. Just like you thinking about doing dope. So it's just setting a good example. And then 
it, it changes your whole community. So now you ain't got dudes doing stuff and having shootouts. You got kids running out here trying to do some other shit. Bargaining over who can like, like the, the Like the white kids that be on them, them reality shows. They be over who got the most bread, whose dad is who. They don't be scrapping over what we scrapping over because they on a different thinking pattern. Yeah, they, they on a different thinking pattern. Man, give, go ahead and give them your info again. Uh, where they can reach you. You can reach me at Q Consulting, the letter Q. C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G-1982 at gmail.com and um, give me a buzz, 330-289-6146. Um, if y'all got questions, um, if y'all want repair that, if y'all, if you want, um, you know, trade lines or you just want somebody to maybe tell you where to go, because sometimes people have good credit or a lot of people's credit problem is they have what they need, they didn't know it. They going out here and you already had some petty credit cards and you thinking you got to go do something like buy a car to get your credit and you already had what you needed, you had low interest rates, you can just go get you a house and you still was renting. You already, like you said, you got a car. If you got a car note, you pretty much is ready for the banks to get a house. Yeah. Uh, if you got a car note and you got two or three other little things on your credit, you can go get you a house and FHA's uh, lending standards is real low, so a lot of people don't know yet. Yeah. They don't know that they're ready and they've been sitting on it. So, uh, you know, if you call about that or just some advice, you know, or email me. You can hit him up, man. Listen, I might have to hit you up because I got questions. Man. Yeah. And listen, man, I, it's, we was getting into a certain part of this conversation and I'm like, fuck the other shit we was going to talk about because... The shit we discussed just now is yeah. way more important because, like, it's we, all tied in together. We all gotta uh, come forward into making steps to change this shit now, because mm -hmm. now is the time that it has to happen. Because it, it's properties out here that's going for the low, and mm -hmm. it, this is a time for you to try to seize that. Like he said, just a one year or a year and a half of you doing the right thing with your shit can up your shit to where you can get approved for certain shit. To where you can start down that path of financial freedom, man. Um, was it was it anything you wanted to say before we got about here? No. Not at all. No. It's Red Man saying about to drop. Uh, that's it though. Yeah. Um. Like you said, you know, it, it is Black History Month. Um. Google A G Google A G Gats Gaston. Mm -hmm. A G Gaston. A G G A S T O N. A.G. Gaston, he's one of like a very well-known uh, millionaire in the South back mm -hmm. in the day. He's out there in Oklahoma. Yeah, he uh, he was like he had did a lot of shit down in like uh, others parts too, where he like uh, had a, he, had a motel and all. He was shit. a bank. He was he was like the bank. Yeah, yeah. And he he was like helping niggas out a lot. Like that's where like a lot of the shit for civil rights. He was funding a lot of that shit. Just go look that dude up, man. But. Today, I think this was a very, very informational yeah. and good episode, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't got to even come back and talk about credit. We always here on Saturday. Okay. So if you ever you want to blow down, man, appreciate blow it, down, it, man, it, for it. sure, man. Because it's all, it's all tied together. The more financially wealthy you are, the more power you are, that, as Black History Month, that changes the community. That changes everything. Half of the other issues we have will go away. The shootings will go away. The killings will go away. Us struggling will go away. If we had, you know, the financial the knowledge, finance, and it's not on yeah. purpose that you don't don't feel bad, it's made for you not it's, to because somebody else is benefiting yeah. from you not knowing.
And with you being, this is all a part of benign neglect. Go look up benign neglect policies. If they ignore the urban communities and they know you're not going yourself buy black to block, buy re repair the block. neighborhood, then they, they're going to let the property value go down. Because it's a very good area where most black people stay at. No, it's very Imagine good areas. They was trying to move into our neighborhoods like we try to move into theirs. They bought to. Our neighborhoods, I'm saying, our neighborhoods was so good that rich people and white people was like, and we want to live with the black people because yeah. they stuff be so dope and so clean and, and so. It's all in this area the opposite. for us to like and all these all these plazas. Like you think about it, all the neighborhoods where it's like predominantly like black people at, yeah. and it's like poor areas. They got all them like areas for plaza and like retail and shit. So it's like when they get the area and gentrify that shit, that plaza gonna be leaping, leaping completely. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Coffee Road this year. Is getting that block renovation. I don't know the exact name of it. I know the dude who set it up from the school with him. Uh, how they did it on the north side, where they put the uh, where the towers is at, where the uh, oh, where the north side. Yeah, yeah. They're about to do that from Frederick about, to Hawkins. And they're about to do that shit over here too, right here in Highland Square. They're about to try to put like some type of lofts or some shit. And, the and, rent about to go up over and that's, here. That's what it really and all these stoners and shit about to move, bro. Like it's a book called Who Moved the Cheese? And if you really, what y'all talking about has a lot to do with that. I've lived in West Africa, like I said, my dad been here for 40 years. So I've watched the game. When I lived here, my neighbors was white. And then they put crack in the community. And then the people who had money in the white neighbors, they left. They left. Yeah. So then they moved this way, the Fairline. Now, where's mostly black at? Most black people was chasing to I'll go to Fairline. Fairline. Firestone is now They about to come back. This and so now they coming back that way. And what they did is, you know, we buy in their neighborhoods for the high, they come back in ours for the for cheap. The low. Why? Because it gives them, I bought this house for 20. Mm -hmm. And now coming back. Shit, the property value shoot up. up it's a up, game. Up, up, up. So, That's what happened with uh, in, in every big city. Like, yep. you think of New York, like Harlem. Harlem used to be all black. white. All white and it's black. Now it's black. black. Now it's white. It's about to be white again. Yeah. Brooklyn was Brooklyn. white. Oh my god. Now it's, then it went to black. Now it's about to be they white again. Get you out. We want We want it back. Now. Two thousand. A Brooklyn brownstone was about two hundred to three hundred thousand when the economy was bad. Early two thousands. Right now they're doing two million. Yeah, yeah. So that so that means that whoever whatever black person whatever minority owned that just missed. 1.8 million dollars mm -hmm. for some of these brownstones and things that you know like Jay-Z said I was trapping out of one that look at the stadium that I built that's one of the ones mm -hmm. that's worth millions now so you missed it so don't fall for the okie doke if minorities and blacks maintain their own community then they'll have these things for them and they won't be instead of going and then we give them money on their old stuff stay current don't move with the old come with the new watch what's happening in your community like you said knowing about what you just said or watching the fitness 19 when the fitness 19 went in the plaza i knew it wasn't for us yeah i knew it wasn't for us i'm talking about the planet fitness, planet fitness and they got the blood bank over yeah there. that's not for us yeah that's not for us just like when that when i when they put that market seed right over here i'm like oh this shit about to then I seen them move all this shit across the street. I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah. good. Cause it's a five year plan. I read about it like a year and a half ago. But man, we we gotta get the fuck up out of here, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that like I said, you definitely gotta come back, man. Cause you know, to put you know, uh, we're not done yet. Yeah, we're not done yet. But 
you know, uh, I can't wait to edit this episode to get this out to y'all tomorrow night, man. I had this out Sunday night, man. Uh, Urban Logic Show.